All right, ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Uh, you're joined by Moose and Pumpfank, fake two ridiculous names of grown men that you have no context for. This is apparently the gentleman's breakfast. Uh, despite long conversations about how we wanted to come up with a better name, uh, we've yet to see a, see a better one, so fuck it. Uh, we're going to do it live. Um, some of you may have heard that you can't remove an artist from his place and time, so I think for this inaugural podcast we're going to discuss at length the ridiculous city that we live in, which is San Francisco, a land full of grown idiot children uh, who are absorbed by things like coffee and Apple watches. Mm. So, pump, <laughs> pump fake moose, I have a brief tidbit that I saw earlier today to start things off, and then I think that you have something that you'd like to riff on yeah, for a while yeah. here. We'll let you get the mic here first. Go ahead. So just to start things off quickly, so obviously I work from home. Uh, I generally look like a slob while I do it. I sit around this cesspool of an apartment. And at some point during the day, I need to go and get some food. It's usually about 11.30. I like to eat lunch a little early. Mm. So I deign to uh, actually go outside and walk down that fucking hill to uh, a little place we call Cheese Plus to get a sandwich. Mm, Cheese Plus. Consistent, yeah. It, it is nothing if not consistent and overpriced, as everything is in San Francisco. As I'm walking down to Cheese Plus, I see a man standing very precariously balanced, both arms straight out, wearing a bright yellow windbreaker and a helmet. He's balanced on what looks like a pogo stick with no seat. Mm. It's essentially a motorized ab roller. Okay? It's basically a segue with no handles, that he's moving uphill at a very unsafe pace at. What, okay. what would you say the pace would be? I am going to say over 10 miles an hour. Okay. We're probably going to say 12 to 15 here. I mean, much faster than I was walking and I was going downhill. Mm-hmm. So as I'm passing him, I can't help but think, uh, let's just move past that this is the least efficient form of transportation you would possibly come up with and just skip straight to what this guy's really doing is he's putting his life into society's hands, right? If, if, if I poke the guy, even in the least bit, he's going down and he's biting it pretty hard. But do you think he wants society in his hands? Do you think at this point he said, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to do this and I want to get wiped out by an automobile? No, 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 no. I don't even think that that's fucking occurred to him. That, I think it's just purely for show. No, no, no. It hasn't even occurred to him that anything could go wrong with this, okay? So like this... How old is this man? 38. Okay. Ethnic. Not that that plays a factor, but I'm trying to set the stage. Single. Hard to tell, but probably, based on what I was seeing. I didn't see a ring on his outstretched hand. Okay. But what I'm saying here is on this very precarious device that I'm sure he procured here in the Bay Area, uh, let's say something goes wrong in the balancing of this contraption. I mean, the way that this guy's balanced, and he's going 12 miles an hour... If anything goes wrong, even in the least bit, his face is taking pavement. And he, he didn't look the least bit concerned by it. Did he look like he was thoroughly enjoying this, or was it more for show? He looked serious, like this is how everyone gets around. This is just what he does. Mm-hmm. And he was on the sidewalk. It was a pretty narrow sidewalk. No helmet? No, he had a helmet on. Okay. But no chin strap. I mean, this guy goes down... That wasn't like a motorcycle helmet or anything. I mean, this guy goes down. His, 
he's probably breaking a jaw. Yeah, to add a little context here, I've also seen a dead biker on Market Street <laughs> face down with the helmet on. So Ooh. helmets don't really save lives here. Do but we uh, confirm that he died? Yeah, well, I mean, this is after, you know, a standard Thursday or maybe a Tuesday, and I see face down on Market Street, very popular street in San Francisco, and just a pool of blood, and I never really understood the term deaf white until I saw this body, uh-huh. and people were kind of poking it, it just happened, and it was pretty eerie. People um, went up and poked the guy? Or were trying to help him, you know, in some capacity. Mm. Clearly dead. I quickly realized he was dead. Did you see anyone back away in terror? No, there was the you know the normal thing, just kind of like uh, what do they call it when you when you're on the highway and you drive by rubbernecking? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. a huge contingent of people just looking at him, seeing what was going to happen, and including the people I was with, I was like, oh that guy's dead. They're like, well, why do you talk <laughs> like that? I'm like, well he's he's dead. Like it's sad, but he's clearly dead. He's shuffled off this mortal coil. And you know, as terrible Good for as, him, really. as terrible as it sounds, I think it was because he was an aggressive biker. <laughs> and you know, he kinda had what was coming to him because we're gonna blame this on the biker. There was no car anywhere near him. And I think he just slammed on the brakes for a red light. You think he did there was no collision? There was I mean if if not they, they just drove came off, off, pretty, off the bike? Was he clipped in? No, regular, just regular bike, not a, not a, like a, I'm a, you know, I'm a blowhard, I'm riding over did he have, the Golden Gate Bridge or anything. Did he have the cuff of his left pant leg rolled up? I'm, I'm just trying to get a sense of this guy's skill No, level. I think this guy was... Maybe a calf tattoo showing behind it? No, he wasn't your standard San Francisco hipster. He was, I'm going to ride my bike as aggressively from point A to B as fast as I can and most efficiently as possible without being a road bike. Right, other people are going to get out of the way. Other people, uh, people be are going to go out of the way. He's yeah. the type of guy that's yelling at people. He hasn't had sex in 18 months. That's the kind of vibe I got from the dead corpse I, I saw. That comes in. Mm-hmm. But that's good to hear. So you, was he coming down a hill at great speed? I'm trying to understand how someone dies on a bike with no car involved. The Market Street, pretty flat. We're between Market and maybe second and first. So it's a flat, heavily foot-trafficked area. Yeah, and there's trains on... Trains, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, a fucking yard sale out there. It is a yard sale. And he was just calmly face down, you know, still, like, not moving his head. Part of his helmet, like, still dug into the pavement. Mm. And then the pool of blood and the death light. Um, and there was... It didn't seem like there How was... How long do you think he'd been laying there for when you came across him? Uh, less than four minutes, because there was no police officer there yet. Um, which as we know from Papa Bear, the response time of the SFPD is of course under four minutes. Well, I would think it's pretty quick on Market Street because just the amount of riffraff, to give a little people a context, uh, you know, San Francisco is a terrific city, but if you want to see the real jewel of San Francisco, you go on Market Street. That's true. But yeah, I, I sidetracked that. that. That's the dead biker I saw, so let's go back. No, to- no, no, I think that's uh, uh, this is a good jumping off point, but uh, it's, it's a very similar mentality. Just other people be damned, get out of my fucking way. I've chosen this mode of transportation, and the city is going to morph around me to make that mode of transportation safe. Well, that's the beauty of San Francisco is bikers rule the city. It's yep. not automobiles, it's not foot traffic. It's probably 
bikers. It's certainly not public transit because we don't know what the fuck that is here. No, we don't. We don't use that. But it's it's definitely biker, foot traffic, car, in that order. Where's pedestrian falling there? No. Oh, pedestrian. Foot, foot traffic, pedestrian. pedestrian of course. Because yeah. you can kind of dominate. I'm an idiot. Road. But it, I mean, how many times have you walked in San Francisco and you've seen someone just completely walk in front of a green light and the car stopped because they don't want to kill somebody? Whereas a biker will zoom through anything and just, that, that's tolerated. Well, traffic signals don't apply to them. I mean, I think that that's just a known fact. It's mm-hmm. a known quantity. So I think we can agree, you know, transportation in the city, pretty touch and go. Yeah. But I, I, re- I want to make sure we get down to the core issues here because I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to be able to continue this conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what was it that you brought to the table today? Well, you know, I've lived in San Francisco maybe maybe 20 months now, maybe 18, not, not quite sure. So you've seen, you've seen almost anything. So I've learned to accept the riffraff that is the drugs, uh, the cracked out people, the mentally insane people that just commonly roam the streets. Mm-hmm. So at this point, you're just immune to everything. Nothing really surprises you. Uh, you know, heroin needle... Uh, streetwalker, streetwalker, someone claiming that Jesus is the savior, screaming at people throughout mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. So I, I do my daily walk to get my, you know, my my thirty-two to forty ounces of coffee before ten a.m. And as awesome as San Francisco is, there's things that you just fight that really eat, eat, eat at me. Grind your gears. Grind my gears to say, so to speak. Beautiful day, 70 degrees, go and walk over to my Fufu, you know, blue bottle, get myself a nice off iced coffee. Yeah, you, you can't just get the coffee out of the machine or next door. you got to walk uh, a minimum of a half mile, improves the quality of the coffee. Correct, yeah. And then I'll wait in a line for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and pay $8. Correct, yeah. Yeah, with a, de- a device that's, you know, far too modern than it needs to be. Yeah, and tip a barista, by the way. You'll yeah. be, yeah, whether or not, do you tip them? You know, I feel kind of guilty at Blue Bottle. I feel I have to tip them. So we go to there, and to give a little context, Blue Bottle is, I mean, it's, it is where the hipsters convene. Like, people that work, are from Oakland, they're like, we need a coffee place to go to yeah. when we're working in, you know, this godforsaken San Francisco city. <laughs> Let's go to Blue Bottle. Of and course. at any point of the day, whether it's 1 in the afternoon, 10.30 in the morning, there's a line out the door. So, I mean, the coffee I get is just a really dark, you got to pass eight Starbucks on the way. I pass a few Starbucks. And a, and, a, and a Pete's, I'm sure. Yeah, and I pass a Pete's to get there, and I get a really dark coffee. It's called OG on ice. You know, it's triple distilled, some bullshit, right? It's pretty tasty, but I probably get about four ounces of coffee over ice for two fifty. So I buy a couple of those. I owe my It's actually reasonably priced. I owe my buddy a coffee, you know. yeah. And Can't then believe I, I just said that. Use the square device there. And then, you know, they calmly turn it around. And they look. flip it to you. They, put, they really they bounce the ball to your court. Yeah. And I kind of like it because the psychology is, all right, I just poured this out of this vat, which, you know, was distilled for 36 hours, whatever it was. It's really up to you to tip me now. And 15, 20%, you do the math right there for me. Or I could just not be a dick and not tip you. But I feel pressure with the amount of people in there. I feel everybody else is tipping. So I give them a quick tip. But mind you, on the walk over... I they can they they watch like a hawk too. They know right fucking away. Well, then they flip. You they turn it around, around. They flip it back around because they'll thank you nicely if you tipped and and you they know just kind of West, stare at you. West nicely if you didn't. They kind of just stare at you, yeah. 
So on the walk over, uh, you know, what didn't um, bother me was the 30 children attached to a piece of line so they don't run anywhere. That's pretty <laughs> Did cool. they have harnesses? You know, you know, you just, they're all latched in there, right? On the arms. Yeah, latched like in. Like a chain gang. Yeah. You know, that's, that's normal 21st century stuff. That's fucking great. That really doesn't bother me. Are they being guided? Like, are they strapped to a, a, a like a utility belt that someone's wearing, or no? They're all like they're all. A guy just has a, a, his hand around it like a fucking leash. There's a single piece of line, and then attached to all the pieces of line is just you know their slot with their hand, so they yeah. can't really roam too far. Yeah. And they're you know it's it's kind of like a snake thing. So if one you know the leader wants to go this way, everybody's kind of going that it's way. It's much like like a mountain expedition or something. So I have to navigate around that just to get to the sidewalk, you know, m- minus the stench of urine because we went down an alleyway where they constantly defecate and urinate, and they power wash it each day even though we have this drought, and you still cannot. Here's what I'm wondering. Take away that urine stench. Here's what I'm wondering. Let's say you know, two scenarios here. Let's say you got the one kid, because if you got six kids together, one of them is fucking bonkers crazy. And oh, there's, pro- there's 30 of them. Probably going to be the Unabomber. There's 30 of them. So let's say one of them goes nuts and just decides to take off running. I mean, he's taken four or five kids down with him before the weight of the line yeah. really gets into him. Mm-hmm. Uh, another scenario, let's say, God forbid, these guys are crossing the street and they encounter any of the idiots that we described at the top here. You know, guy on a unicycle with no seat. Mm-hmm. Or aggressive biker, they clip that line. I mean, I would I would pay money to see that. Yeah, I mean, I think they're almost afraid of these these children here because it's just you see what's going on, you can see it from very far away, and you just try to circumvent it. Yep. So yeah. I circumvent it. I make the getting loop out of around. the way. Me and my buddy were walking towards the coffee. The so general theme of the day is you are getting out of my fucking way. Yeah. Unless yeah. I'm going to get coffee, in which case I'll stand right next to you for an hour usually, and then pay $3. Usually I navigate around it, but I stop, think about it, and position my way around it. Then I have two of what is completely wrong with San Francisco. A nice female, very cute, look at her. And then her boyfriend, I presume, yeah. is with her. And he has a mouth guard <laughs> in his mouth, propped up with a GoPro on his Friday morning run through on mission. Wait. I'm sorry, I'm not... Uh... So his girlfriend is in front of him. He thinks, you know, the, the best place to take a run is on, on Mission Street. Parallel to market, very heavily trafficked. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not at all. And he has a mouth guard prompt that is prompt up with a GoPro. There's a... The GoPro is attached to his mouth. Yes. To his fucking face. Yes. What kind of chompers does this guy fucking have? That... I mean, it's, it's pretty well held, pretty good piece of plastic... But he has right, a, but while he's running, there's a lot of weight, really, on his j- fucking jaw. I don't really care about the weight. I mean, to me, he, he's, already, he's already told me he's an asshole, right? This is un... I, I am still having trouble processing this. So he is biting down, like when a dentist puts something in your fucking mouth that you don't know, and right. he just tells you to bite down hard. He's fucking biting down on that thing. And there is a post coming out of it that then goes up, and there's a GoPro... Attached to it that's just looking at him. No, I think it's looking forward. I don't you think, think it's looking, looking at the girl? I think it's looking at, just to catch the riffraff that is San Francisco. But what makes you think, or I mean, who is at all interested in your daily run? Also, like, at jogging pace coming out of your mouth, what kind of fucking footage are you getting, bro? I, I just can't get over the fact that... Substantially lower quality than the ambient you, noise coming into this iPhone on our coffee table. Why do you think this is, why do you think anyone wants to see that? Do you want to see that? 
that footage? To rehash what you just did. No, like I I take an one annual trip down to Mission Street every year. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's what annual trip means, obviously. I doubled down that. But to give a little context, this isn't like mission mission. This is Oh, that's right. This is uh Soma basically. Yeah. This is you know this is, you know, where everybody works. Everybody's down there, you know, splashing some tourists, you know, the casual riffraff. Here's let me paint uh a picture that makes this even slightly worse, if that's even possible. These guys are wearing running gear, I'm guessing. Yeah, full on running. Yeah, because his girlfriend full has a nice gear. butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're down in easily the shittiest part of San Francisco. Easily. Yes. But it's also where all the hotels are, so it's where a lot of the tourists end up. It's the only part of San Francisco that they see. So I'm going to posit that these two are tourists. They flew out here. They packed in their bag because you know you're not checking a fucking bag. They pack in their limited carry-on shit. Mouth guard GoPro mount. GoPro. Full-on fucking running gear. Yeah. For a vacation to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's probably a good conclusion, yeah. That's probably accurate. But my, my problem here, you know, revealing a little bit where I'm from, if you're, if you're doing that on the East Coast... You're not getting punched in the face, but someone's giving you a hard hip check to someone. Someone's going to yell at you, and yeah, they're going to try to throw a hip into you. If they don't throw a hip, they're going to say, "Why are you such you know in such a rush to be an asshole?" There's going to be some intentional incidental contact. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's obviously a market for it. Someone purchased that. I'm not going to lie. I thought I was ready to riff for this story, riff on the story, but I'm just not. This is making me question really why we're all here. I mean, I, I question why I get out of the bed in the fucking morning. Yeah. Now I'm questioning why, why we're even on the face of this fucking earth. If we're recording our own run using a device that you put in your mouth, mm-hmm. a mouth-mounted man- m- camera. Because at this point, why don't you just mount it on your head? Just end it now. Let's just, uh, we just need, we need a dinosaurs-level event. Let's really wipe out the riffraff here. Something else will come. Uh, and just get it over with. Yeah, I mean, I almost want him off the streets of San Francisco more than I want. Uh, I would rather a mentally insane person. I would rather, as happened once when I lived in the great city of Chicago, walk out of my nice apartment in the morning, and be immediately offered a blow, a blowjob by a male crackhead, mm. than see that on the streets. Well, you can still get the. Offer for the blowjobs if you wander through the Yeah, or four you can find that anywhere, you know. Yeah, that's true. But I'm saying right in front of my apartment. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, that's just, uh, that's the beauty of San Francisco for all it has to offer. Uh, how that was normal or how that there's a market for that is it's upsetting. Would it have made it any better if they were running on Chrissy Field, where at least it's nice? Uh, maybe. I, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I'm actually disappointed in myself that I didn't say anything. I was just in awe so much that that was occurring. I mean, now that we've had a chance to Monday morning quarterback this, um, I'm going to make it a point to yell next time I see something like that. Because I've got to tell you, one of my favorite YouTube videos of all time, which... You know, it's great that we really prepared for this fucking podcast, and I showed it to you in advance. Is uh, So I posted on Facebook, this super obnoxious woman 
wearing this like very loud sun hat kind of thing, clearly at like 9 or 10 p.m. at night, mm. walking in a random street in New York. She's got the phone out, pointed at her. I don't know if she's taking a snap or what, what the medium is that she's going to deliver this message from. But she's yelling very loudly, hey, everyone, I finally made it to New York City. She says this, right? Because none of us on social media have ever been to fucking New York. Right. So you, got, you clearly got to hear about this woman and, I don't know, her trip there, her move, whatever. And at, before she even finishes yelling that, so it's not like she yelled it and then there was a pause. Someone you hear from across the street a very loud, loud man screaming, Hey lady, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and she stops short that, and looks over, end of video. That I mean that's what makes New York great, right? Because it's a little too polite out here where you see all these ridiculous things that you just kinda observe and maybe you want to watch take a video of it, but it's it's rude or it's, you know, we don't appreciate to make comments at these people, which it needs to happen. Like that guy in New York, he did society a favor. Huge favor. Huge favor. That woman's never going to forget that. Yeah, he's, he's correcting what is wrong. So I'm, I'm going to segue into my next interesting thing I saw. Oh, we have another topic for the day. Okay. Let's go to the topic first before I segue. No, 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 no. I was, that was a question. I put it meant to put a question mark at the end of that. Yeah. No, uh, I didn't even know that we had more content. I was... So I've attempted to go to the gym. Getting ready to think of putting this bitch out of its misery, but let's no, go. No, I've attempted to go to the gym, I don't know, past nine or ten weeks, you know, getting a little more fit, drop the uh, eight pounds of skinny fat I had on Trip there. the OBs. Yeah, just get a little little, little tighter here. Let me, can I tell you how much it upsets me as just a bowling ball of a man right now? <laughs> That you're really concerned and doing something about losing the three and a half pounds. That I am overweight. Yeah. I mean, do you have trouble getting in your pants in the morning? No. My, thi- uh, my, oh, thighs, don't, my thighs don't hit each other when they So, f- first of all, the shit that you see laying on the floor in my room in there, the waist size of that shit ranges from 33 to 35, okay? That's a big, that's a big jump. Uh, and... I'm not going to lie to you. I try on a couple pairs in the morning. Because some of them have shrunk. That's got to be deflated. Because some of them have shrunk, and they just don't fit right anymore. You're, blame, you're blaming it on the, the physical pants upsetting. shrinking. Not, no. Not, not. no. <laughs> Way under 50% is the pants shrinking themselves. I mean, under 10% is the pants shrinking themselves. But, and you're going to fucking sit over here, and you have the balls to look me in the fucking eye. And say to me that you're going to go and work out in the morning to lose a pound and a half. Yeah, well, I mean... Why don't you just shave your fucking beard? There you go. Problem solved. Weight lost. See, I'm not like you. I'm not a tortured soul that wants to look like a 45-year-old man with a beer gut, <laughs> right? Without having anything, any context of the 45-year-old you're man. trying to say that I subconsciously you, create this? You have no children. You have no form of a female in your life. Nope. So, I mean, you, you have no reason to look that part. You can look that part after you've obtained said woman. But it's chicken and the egg, right? Like, I, I, I got to look a little better than this. But I'm going to make the other thing work, which is going to give me a reason to look that way, right? Right. But also, I mean, you are, you are the problem here where we just had breakfast this morning and you wanted to take an Uber four-tenths of a mile because you didn't want to walk up a hill. Well, because I smoked a cigarette while walking uphill on our way there, which is basically like walking up two hills, so it's like I had walked there and back to begin with. 
So, so in your mind, that rationalizes. It's like, you know, when you're on the treadmill and you fucking, you put the incline up or you're on the exercise bike and you ratchet up the tension a bit. When I was walking up that hill and I took that dart down, <laughs> that applied resistance to the walk that you don't even understand. That's what we call anaerobic exercise, my friend. No oxygen, okay? Yeah. So, listen, you can laugh at this all you want, but I had already gotten in my workout for the day, and you're, you were just lollygagging, breathing in normal air, okay? Like a bitch. Go on with your story. So, mind you, you know, go to the, go to the uh, gym I pay way too much money to go to. You know, half the people in there... What are we paying there? One, one twenty-five With the company discount, yeah, one twenty-five. I think it's normally $175, $200. So, is that an Equinox that we're it doing? It's an Equinox, yes. They're right downtown. So we walk in there, and I would say about 30% of the people in there are to be seen. Right? They're, they're geared up, like, like any other gym, but maybe a little more high society in the fact that there's a lounge area, there's a restaurant, there's a happy hour. People go there you know, to fuck other gym members. Is this the, are we talking about the one that's at, uh, this is great podcast content, by the way, talking about geography in San Francisco no one gives a shit about. Are, are we at Pine and... Uh, no, we're, on, we're right on market here. We're about oh, okay. three or four blocks from the dead biker. So to be clear, there's two massive Equinox facilities within a, a quarter mile of each other down there. Correct. We're, we're, on, we're on market between third and fourth. Because there's a nice one, the old San Francisco Stock Market Exchange at uh, Pine and... Yeah, down there, Fi Dye there. More ba- geography. Battery, I think. Yeah, it's more battery. geography here, yeah. So, anyways, I'm in there just for uh, this is a Thursday afternoon workout, 1231. And this woman who looks like a Barbie from the 1960s is in there. So, she was probably. What separates a 1960s Barbie from a 2012 Barbie? Is 2012 Barbie plus size, by the way? Uh, no, this is a woman who has, her face literally looks out of a horror movie, dark hair, but she was probably born somewhere between 47 and 58. Mm-hmm. So she's pretty old. Mm-hmm. And so much work done that her face is, looks like out of a scary movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a mask. It's a mask. And her butt is lifted to the sense of a 21-year-old cross-country runner. <laughs> So to me, I was like, Holy. do you think it's actually lifted or do you think she has like implants in there or what? Or it's do you got, think she just really stayed on that bike? I think it's implants because her workout ethic. So I'm, I'm you know, doing some loose weights here uh, in the middle of a set with my buddy and she, I go to get some water and I see her coming and I, I move away from her more than I would move away from a hooker <laughs> trying to give me a blowjob, a heroin addict. Like I, I actually go out of the way not to walk past her. You, you move away from this faster then you do a hypodermic needle on the street that may contain HIV. Yes. Yes. And I'm just completely perplexed what she's doing. Um, but she has those, like, I'm here to, you know, fuck anyone that is willing to fuck me. Anyway, she's looking around. She's got the head on the swivel. Yeah. And she's just looking to lock eyes. Like, kind of, it, it's know. the equivalent of, like, if you went to a gay bar, right? You know when you walk into a gay bar, they're all looking at you. They're, they're trying yeah. to detect whether you're straight, whether you're gay, whether you're trying to fuck. This is the look this woman has in her eyes. She's making an assessment. She's like a fucking Terminator sent from the future to figure out who to fuck. Correct. Uh, the other thing that I'm going to say here is the butt implant, that's a, a high level of commitment. And I would even venture to say a higher level of commitment than the breast implant. Because the breast implant, that's, a lot, that's some weight that you got to carry. Oh, no, I mean, she and had some jiggle that you got to deal with. But the butt implant, you got to sit on. 
forever. She, she had everything done. She, I mean, the face was done, the butt was done. And but the, it, what I'm saying about the butt, if you're following me here, is every time you sit down, fake, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the breast implant, you're getting a little jiggle. You're not... I guess I'm just speaking as someone who really loves sitting. Yeah. I don't want something getting in the way that... Uh, purely aesthetics here. Um, so she, she grabs some weights near us, and she just kind of starts flipping them around. I mean, no like no actual motion of mm-hmm. repeated motion, just kind of moving them around. And then just eyes, because at this <laughs> point you're looking at a mirror. Right, yeah. Self-involved as working yeah. out it is. All gyms have to involve mirrors, yeah. So she is just kind of like perusing around, trying to lock eyes with somebody. How, have we discussed an age of this woman yet? Yeah, she's you said born, 40, 47. No, no, no. So. She's born somewhere between the years of 1947 and 1958. So this woman is 70 fucking years old. She's, she's well into her 65, 60s. 70 years old. Yeah. Not quite. I wouldn't quite give her 70. She is, I'm going to say, somewhere between the ages of 66 and 58. With her face supposedly done up so that maybe she could pass as 48. But it's not. It's, it's scary. It's, it's a scary quick, Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what she's doing on a Thursday at one, one o'clock. I'm going to venture to say this woman doesn't really have a job where she's already made her money or got her money from some other, I'm going to go with the ladder adventure there. She's invested a lot of capital in her, into her body and she's clearly not working. She's at the gym. Right. But not really working out at the gym, right? She's, <laughs> she's kind of a working girl. <laughs> right. A working girl that's probably going to yeah. take you to a fancy restaurant, pay for it. And just want you to, uh, you know, be her big spoon. I think you might be missing what the definition of a working girl is. Because a working girl is generally expecting pay for service. But what, what's the opposite of that, though? What's the opposite of an older woman trying to fuck a younger dude? Because she's not cougar. She's well past a cougar. I mean, I don't know. She's a geriatric cooker. Yeah, I guess you could call it that. But that's, you know, that... The form of payment that she's looking for is your attention. Right. Which she was not receiving from anybody. So that was, you know, that was just a Thursday there. Why do you think that she gets out of bed in the morning? I mean, we sit here, a lot of talk, a lot of big talk about how we fucking hate our lives, our jobs, whatever. Well, speak for yourself about hating your life. (laughs) I will. I'll keep that in this camp. Okay. Mind you, you currently work from home at at whim. True. Mondays, sometimes you don't work. Just didn't feel like producing that day. Listen, Monday's a tough day. Don't even get into it with me because you you run at, on red toward the end of the week. You're running hard to try to get some shit done. Yeah. It bleeds into the weekend a bit. You get emails on Saturday. You get emails on Sunday. By Monday, I'm fucking exhausted because generally whatever it was I was working on had to be done by Monday. Mm-hmm. So we've hit the deadline. And then Monday, like, you're supposed to reset, and all the shit that I couldn't get to last week, I'm supposed to work on. No. Like, I'm, I'm fucking sorry. Like, maybe if there were any redeeming value in what it was that I had done in the prior week, I'll be ready to go. But I'm going to cool the jets, because no one expects you to send them shit on Monday either. Right. They're like, oh, clearly he's working on it. Nope, I'm taking a fucking nap. So, and then I will jam in what you need later in the week, and then we'll, rest- we'll start this whole rigmarole over again. Do you think how you work is similar to how you, you, you view your sex life? Just kind of jam it in there when you can find it. <laughs> uh, that's probably about right. Uh, a lot of procrastination. 
no planning, clear goal in mind, really doing nothing to achieve it. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to get by. But let's let's dive a little deeper here. When you say you hate your life, do you yeah. do you see like a conclusion that it's going to get better from where it currently is? From you working at home, maybe putting an honest twelve hours of work in. Not particularly. I mean, <laughs> if we're going to be honest here, I'm going to put my year in here, and then I'm going to pull up. But even when I talk to people about their like, you know, so what do you think that you're going to do after that? I'm like, I don't know, maybe. Maybe I'm going to go find XYZ. And when I describe XYZ, it sounds... Or maybe you'll become successful with a podcast. <laughs> maybe I'll blow up on the podcast, right? Maybe I'll get some of that sweet, sweet internet money. But when I describe what, it, what I say that I want to do, it sounds fucking exactly like what I do right now. So then I got to really pull back and reassess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think really what I want to do is I want to like cut some expenses... And learn how to live on essentially barista tips, like we started at the top. Barista tips. Yeah, we started with the whole coffee thing. Oh. I'm, I'm I'm bringing it full circle here. You want to go to minimum wage? A barista is not making minimum wage in San Francisco, my friend. Also, even if it is San Francisco minimum wage, that's not minimum wage. Minimum wage is five eighty. Does it bother you that ninety eight percent of the baristas have eighty dollar haircuts and you don't? Not in the least. Uh, I do need a haircut. My haircut uh, is is $50. I'm willing to admit that it's $50. It used to be 10 so, back when I had the American History X head shave. So, but... Which, by the way, my, which, by the, the way my ex-girlfriend said when we had sex that it scared her because it looked like I was trying to kill her. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that you don't smile too often might make that, you know, you look like a killer. But you're, you're, getting, you're paying $50 for a haircut to look like a 50-year-old man. <laughs> Yes, uh, it's the service that I basically pay for the exact opposite service of our friend from the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I also prefer to carry a little extra weight, as we discussed. Yeah, which adds the effect. If, um, if it was aggressively in- chain smoke to look like I'm literally trying to slowly kill myself and drink a lot, which to the point that I'm slurring my words and I'm unattractive to anyone. Right, but you're very self-aware, so no one ever say that you're given false hope or something, but do you, would you say you're trying to jump to 45 years old? <laughs> Just cut out all the bullshit. Now, if I'm saying time warp, I'm not picking 45. 45, I what still would you, got what, what age would you time bullshit. warp to? I'm jumping straight to 58. I'm jumping to that woman's age. So what do you think at 58, do you think you're in the same state of bitter hatred life? Or 100%, because you're not going to change what's going on here. But I at least have more time to relieve the pain, right? Like, uh, less time strapped into the battle station, slapping at the fucking keys, staring at numbers, cursing by myself. Because I don't think that you understand when I'm in this apartment by myself how much I literally just yell and talk to myself, okay? So I'm not doing any of that, right? Like, I'm just, I'm walking around. I'm probably drinking a lot more heavily. That's the real danger, is that I'm just going to drink myself to death at that point. Mm. Um, and yeah, who knows? Probably like actually taking trips and stuff. Because right now what I do is I plan trips and then I cancel them. You know this. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You've, only, you've only been on that uh, treadmill once or twice. Many of my friends have written that out many, many times. Yeah. Um, so my question is, you know, you're working this job. It's going however. 
um, do you see, you know, as uh, Kramer once said in Seinfeld, is there any conceivable reason to wake up in the morning? Well, what my employer would say is, they pay me to wake up. Uh, they expect that. Um, I've, I've come to realize I don't really care that much about money. Uh, so, I mean, I would say I get out of bed mostly to not look like a pussy, right? <laughs> to be just a productive member of society. Right, because... There's so many points in my life that I've just looked at like someone whining, bitching, complaining like I am. And I'm like, oh, what a bitch. He just couldn't hack it. Uh, so that's that's most of why, why I do it. Um, and, yeah, we'll just we'll see how long that can last. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, to wrap it up for the viewers, this is, you know, the first one here. The uh, viewers of an audio podcast, by yeah. the way. No. Yeah. Um, so we, we've dived deep into one spectrum of the podcast here, one of their personal state. Hopefully we can dive deeper into the other ones, but mainly we'll hit some more hot topics on the next one. Uh, do you want to go ahead and grade our performances? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's do the report card here. Look, this is our first one. We're coming out of the blocks. Uh, we're going to grade on a spectrum of 1 to 10 here. I'm going to say you brought a lot more to the table today than I did. It, I needed to get pretty deep into this beer here that we've got in front of us <laughs> before I had any content or banter. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give you a five. Five. Okay. That's, you know, for first go, I'm comfortable with that. Um, we had some pretty good flow together. It was uh, choppy out of the blocks. Choppy out of the blocks. I mean, the, the beer helped. Uh, I'm going to give you, a, I was going to give you a four. I'm going to give you a three. I like that. Because yeah. we went to the doldrums. I need room to improve okay. and I hate myself. So I'm not, I don't want to be score hard, score, scored high on anything. So Yeah, so we want, to, we want to improve the hate. Get you in a better state of mind, hopefully, for the next one. Um, But we invite our uh, listeners, not our viewers, to call in with any uh, topics they'd like to cover on the next cast here. Yeah, generally on podcast, you email, but that's fine. Uh, Yeah, no one is ever going to hear this ever. (laughs) That's all for today. Uh, Until next time. All right.